This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam! And welcome to this end of year episode of Property Jam, the podcast where we talk about everything on the human side of property. So this is going to be the last one of 2020, guys. I know. I can't believe it. 2020 has been a whirlwind of a year. It's just flown by. To me, yeah. to be honest, it still feels like it's March. Can't really believe it, but kind of quite glad as well to get to the end of the year. Yeah, but I don't think we're going to fall into 2021 and all of a sudden it's completely different. Like, I, I do. You never know. <laughs> Live in hope, Joe. Live in hope. I, I, First yeah. of January is going to be a, a different world. Yeah. yeah. COVID all stopped. That'll be over, done with. Yeah. It, <laughs> you, you, you have heard that that's how viruses work. Like, they ship off in New Year. Like, you know, they do. That, right? Yeah. We've already set the, set the order for it to disappear. <laughs> you know, they did, it, they did it with Brexit. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, they yeah. pull out the bag last minute, like the virus. They can pull out the bag last minute. Like January, put it, put it back in the bag. I think. Put it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah, what a year! What a crazy, crazy year! I was just having this conversation actually. Like it felt, it's gone super quick, but it's also dragged. And I think so much has happened over the year. Just we've learned so much. We've all been sort of adapting and coping and tolerating, but we've also achieved so much, especially on Property Jam. You know, it's been a huge year for us. It's been amazing. It's been massive. Yeah. It has to be a top 5% podcast in the world and to nail Russia. To nail Russia. 54 countries are in now, guys. I mean, that's pretty awesome and of the one point nearly eight million podcasts out there to be in the top five percent is epic and just to have the love and support of all those amazing property jammers out there and just spread the message and you know get people involved in the human property chat has been one hell of a 2020 so i'm mm. very grateful in so many ways too very grateful as well uh, yeah, i'll say 2020 has been the year for chatting everything the human side of everything so just to have been a share uh, a small part of that for um, the property i think has been amazing as you say so um for this episode i thought we could do something a bit different guys and uh, i pulled together um some of our our highlights of of the 2020 uh podcast uh, uh -oh. some, some of some of our funny bits uh, some of the, you know, some insightful um things from from our guests um i was gonna say was, guests. nothing insightful from either of us completely irrelevant and not necessarily that insightful um, because it could, could, yeah, could be somewhat irrelevant. So it's, it's not insightful, but it could be delightful. Exactly. Just, yeah, just, just play on words. <laughs> Trying. It's hard after Christmas. I've eaten so much. <laughs> rolling around. I can see you rolling around there. Honestly, and I've still got a beer in hand. It's not stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So who have we got first? First up, we have, well, you heard our amazing um, unnecessary intro to this episode. Um, we don't normally all chime in to say our little sting at the beginning, but yeah, we thought we'd do an epic intro. Um, and I, I kind of um, faux pas on an intro with one of our guests um, recently. And, and Joanne from episode, I believe it was 63. Um, 63. Um, yeah. 
made a bit of a faux pas there. So have a listen to Joanne um, ripping me a new one. <laughs> I'm all the way from, where are you from, Croydon? No, I'm from China. Well, China, China it's a big country. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say China. Look, this is black. I know, I know nobody can see me, but this is black hair and I have kind of a yellow face. <laughs> okay, so let me start again. Yes, that was less than fun, um, but it didn't stop there. Um, <laughs> oh my um, god! Oh, that, that was so funny. So, it was just so funny because, like, she just everything that was inappropriate and like you shouldn't say, she just threw back at you, and I was just losing. It, it was so fucking great. It best intro on Property Jam. Hands was down. definitely not expecting that. Now, well, speaking of not expecting what she's going to say next, um, you know, we normally ask a, a few questions on the Property Jam, and um, she then went on to talk about um, dead people. Uh, so basically what I do is I buy rundown properties. I don't know how come, but I actually have an excellent track record of buying from dead people. So 90% of my properties are probates. But, but you know, you can understand, right? Because I do such heavy refurb and I want to buy something cheap. So it's probate and uh, I'll strip everything back to break. So I don't care though. I'm, sli I'm slightly concerned that you're going, you're walking around Croydon going, I want that house. That's <laughs> <laughs> your address. Oh, I'll write a letter to you. No, no, I'll no. write a letter you to you. write a letter to you and then you drop dead. No, no, no. She's walking around. She's walking around Croydon, and she's literally sees an old person. She says they look like they're going to go. She follows them home to see if their house is any good. We've heard of Oh my god, that was so funny. It was the way she described it. It's just so so matter of fact. <laughs> she just, she's just, yeah, says it as it is. Says it as it is, yeah. I didn't expect her to come out with half the stuff that she did, but she was. She was definitely good value. <laughs> I see uh, dead people. I see dead people. But speaking of surprises, she wasn't the only one um, to get the odd surprise. And uh, we had Louise uh, Reynolds. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, from episode number. Oh, what episode was she? She's 62 or 64? I believe she was episode number 62. So mm. Louise, episode number 62, had an, a different. So um up her anyway let's let's uh listen i have a toilet a toilet story actually i don't know whether anyone has ever experienced this but it, in my house in the downstairs toilet i did go to the toilet once opening the opening the lid and found a frog in there what? <laughs> wow it was a bit scary i was thinking it, someone's either been eating frogs or this thing <laughs> literally swimming in the pan and we, we figured out that, um, and in fact, there was, I found a dead one on the side as well. Oh, God. There's a drain outside, outside the house. So it must have actually just gone down the drain, appeared in the toilet, and there were two of them, and one had obviously jumped out and was dead on the, on, on the side, but the other one was still in the toilet. Not a happy experience. <laughs> My next door neighbour is absolutely terrified of frogs. So when I told her this story, she was, you know, she was just petrified that the same thing. She's she's next door. To to again. That was so random, wasn't it? I did not expect her to talk about frogs in her bog. Like, you know, she no. does an expat property, and then how we got onto frogs in the bog, I don't even know. 
Well, I think that, that's the beauty of, of this podcast is you never know what the hell's going to come out as you go through it. It's so true. <laughs> oh, it's oh. a good episode. Oh, there was champagne involved in that one. Actually, there talking was champagne. Actually, good go hints on. about champagne as well. Oh God, yeah, we had we learned heaps about champagne. So yeah, I, the, my biggest takeaway from from Louise's episode was was uh, frogs in the bog and how you how you pick good champagne. It was uh, it was awesome. And actually, champagne probably leads us nicely onto uh, our next uh, highlight because uh, a champagne drinker herself. It was the one and only Helen Chorley when she came on. Would Helen risk it for a biscuit? Do you remember that episode? I do indeed. She was one of our first guests on way back when, wasn't she? I loved having her on. She was such a riot. She was. And she had, um, we heard about some fears of, of frogs, but she, she fears something something else. Um, and even though living in a beautiful place, uh, yeah, it has its drawbacks. Do you know, it's funny you say that. You say it's, it was on the 7th of January. My birthday is the 8th of January. So it is a really, really miserable time of year to have a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. I'm not bitter. I was due on Christmas Day, apparently, uh, but oh, wow. I managed to delay it to, yeah, to, to an even more like depressing time, which yeah, wasn't spectacular. <laughs> At least someone wants to party on Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah, not spectacular timing. Um, and honestly, it's like, it's part of the reason I'm in Malta, right? I, I just get miserable in winter. Like, I, 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 need, I need sunshine. Um, I think you're right, though, in the moment. I think it's really relevant at the moment. But all the time, my friends are kind of going off to this property meet or there's this kind of education thing or there's this property dinner I'm like but me but can I join in can I join in FOMO costs me an awful lot in airfares oh let me uh, tell you because <laughs> it gets to the day before and they're going oh yeah what should we wear and oh, you got your hair done or whatever it is and I'm like I can get a flight at five o'clock. I can be there by like seven o'clock. <laughs> I've done that. I've done that. Um, actually, I do that very frequently. I'm like, right, I'm going. I'll be there. I'll be there. Save me space. <laughs> so, oh, that's, that's kind of awesome, that. but also really like sad. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's also really God. ironic. Because... Oh, Helen, wasn't she fun? She was. She said she had a good. Um, the, the bar quite high actually. If we went for our guests. Yeah, definitely. I just honestly, she made me laugh so much. Like she was going on about how the 8th of January is like the worst time to have a birthday. And I have to say, with a pandemic in the background, just another layer of how shit it's going to be. <laughs> so yeah, on the 8th, I hope you have a good one, Helen. Yeah, happy birthday, Helen. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday. I hope you've managed to actually be back in Malta this year. Because yeah. she was stuck in she was stuck in England when we spoke to her, wasn't she? Manchester with her parents, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, no, she's definitely been back to Malta since. And last time I spoke to her, she was still there. But this time, her parents had gone out to her. So uh, right. hopefully, she's had a good Christmas. So yeah, oh, we loved having her on. Loved it. Yeah, and in order to go to those fancy uh, dinners, she'll have probably got dressed up, uh, as you said, jumping on the plane with a couple of hours notice. I um, see where you're going. I see where you're going. <laughs> yeah, and um, she might want to listen to Ruth Hobbs. Uh, Ruth Hobbs of uh, episode uh, number. Uh, where are we episode number with Ruth? Can't remember. No, can you be responsible for episode numbers? I episode yes, numbers. I, will, I will be responsible. <laughs> uh, to Ruth Hobbs, she... Episode 47. There you go. There we go. You can be primed for the next one. Nothing like being prepared, right? Yep. Exactly. <laughs> but so, yeah, so Helen could probably learn uh, something or two from Ruth Hobbs uh, and her red dress strategy. Oh, my God, I loved this. <laughs> it's episode five. 
What was not that? to wear? Oh God, oh, I'm fascinated. Do you, do you have like a dress code when you are viewing property or when you're putting your property investor head on? Like, do you do anything? Um, no, I don't. I tend to go normal because, well, actually it does depend. It does depend because I've got a red dress strategy. Oh, I'm writing this. this down. Oh no, I, I need to hear this. No. So I went to go and see a commercial property before and, and so I went to go and see a property and the guy said to me, I don't know you. I don't know who you are. I'm not going to come and visit you. I'm not going to let you, yeah, I, you know, he was like, I don't know who you are. You know, it's like that in Derby. If I don't know who you are, you're not going to come, you know, why should I make my time for you to come and see the property? Like, that's how it is. Is that the owner or the agent? That's the agent, right? Wow. Yeah. And I said, sweetheart, you're going to know all about me within 24 hours. Trust me. So I got my red dress out and my, my stumpy boots but I had this red dress on yeah lipstick my massive hairdo going on had my whole team with me we boom we rock in um I link up to him in social media you know and then suddenly he's seeing who I am you know I'm like boom I'm like I won an award winner you know don't you know who I am and now he sees me everywhere he sees me at all the events he sees me and so yeah so it is you know when I when I step in a room up here in the Midlands and it's 99% men in black suits, you have to, if you're wearing a red dress or something that stands out, people can find you. But, and that's, that's where I go in all guns blazing. But on like a normal viewing, I will wear jeans and I'll be like this. Yeah. Because I think, well, Unassuming. they have to take me who, who I am, basically. They know who I am then. Mm-hmm. it's only when I felt when I want to prove a point you know so it's yeah. funny though because I think he's annoyed now because he sees me everywhere I'm popping up on his LinkedIn feed <laughs> every day I don't shut up good girl go Ruth <laughs> in a strategy another one I didn't expect her to come out with that it's like, yeah, just, you, you'll know who I am by the end of today. I love that. <laughs> and the thing is, like, you know, with her big, crazy hair, can you imagine it? Like, I can actually see it. The red dress, the shoes, the hair, the sass. Like, she would have absolutely killed it. Yeah, sissy that walk. Yeah, sissy that walk, sister. <laughs> it's not just, sister. it's not all about sisters, because we did then go on to talk about the men. It's not just about the women. Oh, like, that's right. They, they don't just get to wear red dresses. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit different for blokes, though, isn't it? I mean, you know, you get to wear a suit or not, right? Well, these boys don't. They're quite casual. No, boys. I like, yeah. um, like the suits. Yeah, don't generally fit me either. All my suits are either far too big or far too small for me. That's so true. I've seen you go through like an evolution of suits. You, I remember at one point you were re- when I first met you, Matt. You were so skinny, and then like you like totally bulked up, and all of a sudden like we'd be sort of teaching together, and you 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 would like filling out your suits, and I think you ripped your trousers on one event we were doing together. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, embarrassing! Can I tell you one thing? So- yes. Another thing that's really important I've been doing throughout lockdown is going back over the old season of location, location, location. And one thing I have noticed is um, is the fashion as it's evolved. <laughs> and Phil Spencer, have you noticed, he used to wear the old man's jacket and now he's in double blue suits. He's looking sharp. 
Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah, he's upped his game, isn't he? So, Honestly. I haven't watched that in a long time, so I must go back and have a wee look. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Yeah, so I, I wasn't expecting that to come up under what not to wear. That's brilliant. <laughs> Fashion, people. We always joke that it's like not a topic, but how many times have we talked about it? I still haven't gone back and watched Location, Location, Location. Just reminded me. We've got some time now. Yeah, we've got some time. <laughs> uh, tier four lockdown. Yeah, why not? Pass the time. Yeah. Look at Phil Spencer's new. Look at <laughs> Phil Spencer's new revolving suits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was such a good episode. And yeah, unexpectedly focused on what you wear and what you shouldn't wear in, in property. Brilliant. Or what you rip. Or what you rip. <laughs> yeah, Matt. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have to say, I'm ripping some. Je- I'm not getting into the jeans that I uh, should be getting into at this time of year. Um, uh, it's Christmas, Christmas, <clears throat> Christmas. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so um, let's change tack a little bit. Um, and for those that haven't listened to us much, we always like to uh, ask a question about, you know, what um, you know, what does human side of property mean to you or mean to the guests? And Jess Leader from episode nine, what episode is she? 48. 48, thank you very much. Oh, he's on Ep- point. <laughs> on point. Episode 48, we asked her this question and we got a bit of a surprising response. If you know what? Most of these uh, excerpts from today have pretty much shocked us, uh, which is why they've ended up here. They've been something which we didn't expect to happen and uh, didn't expect this from Jess Leader. We should probably ask the question that we ask all of our guests when they come on. Uh, what does the human side property mean to Jess Leader? Well, can I swear? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's encouraged. My one motto that I live by above any others is don't be a dick. And um, I think that that is runs through absolutely every part of any business, including how you conduct yourself and what type of relationships you build in a property business. Um, Don't try like in every, I think it, for me, it relates to everything. Don't try and be the winner, try and create equal reciprocity. Um, create great spaces it's really important to me from a from a tenant slash customer perspective that the people who live in my homes feel like they can flourish in the environments that I create that's really important to me so on the who I work with how I work with them how I conduct myself and then what I provide as a product it it runs through everything um you know and I just I don't ever want to be perceived as being doing wrong by somebody you can't please everyone all the time but I don't want to be and if somebody you know does wrong by me I'm like that's showing your true colors I'm sorry we can't work together that's fine it's just a boundary if you if that's how you treat people that's okay you go and treat other people like that so um yeah it runs through how I hope it runs through how I operate and and what I provide and I think that is you know respect compassion understanding empathy um all those things Oh, sorry. Well, that, oh, oh my God, God, she's being arrested. She's oh being God. arrested. What is, is, I've got the NHS responder help app thing. Oh, and yes. Even if your phone's on silent or whatever, it always, that comes through as it probably should, but I can't help. Do you need to go and, do you need to go and respond no, to somebody? I can't help that person, sorry. At least there's loads of us around this area. Oops. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I was talking about before, by the way, that's completely throwing me off. Not being a dick, not being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say something about it. Well, but maybe you should go and help that person then. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. Talk about, talk about, 
the hypocrite. It <laughs> <laughs> was so well timed. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be one of my bet. I bet my favorite responses: "Don't be a dick." because <laughs> Jess is so lovely and so understated isn't she in everything that she does and she's like I just live by this philosophy just don't be a dick and we were all like yes <laughs> yeah that, that literally is the human side of property don't be a dick everything else will fall into place you know sometimes was... you, you, you go into podcasts thinking okay what we no idea how this episode is going to go what they're going to say um and yeah you just love it when you get that surprise yeah, she was classic. Love that. Thanks, Jess. That was good value. Um, but, um, you know, they were coming to get Jess. Um, and now um, in, in episode number, um, the, well, the Semple Life, what episode number is that, Niall? 55. Episode 55. I feel like a bingo caller right now. <laughs> 55. 55. Two little ducks and that's 22. Um, <laughs> all, the, all the fives. All the, all fives. the fives. All the fives. Thank you um yeah so Stuart Semple episode number um 55 uh was talking about uh what he does and how he's going to be coming how he's analyzing and going to get us the man with the velvet voice I don't feel like I know enough about you man like I want to know what you do what does your day look like like mm. what do you do in like are you full-time property or have you just got this as a bit of a side hustle what's your story this is a bit of a side hustle for me. I'm a doctor and I work full time. So I do property in my spare time. I'm a, I'm a psychiatrist. So I'm training to be a forensic psychiatrist. Oh God, he's is... analyzing all of us. Everyone oh, just start me. behaving themselves. Right, yeah. okay. <laughs> Everything you say is being noted. I thought very, so. Very you, you were giving us that clinical assessment look like, oh God, this lot are crazy. <laughs> You're beyond, beyond help, I'm afraid. I figured. <laughs> I figured, yeah. <laughs> How many episodes of Property Jam have you listened to? I'm slightly concerned. <laughs> many, many in-depth analysis. <laughs> That's why you came on, to give us the verdict that actually we need help. Yeah. <laughs> He's actually selling his business yeah. right now. Like, yes. uh, guys, you need, you need my help right now. <laughs> He's like, I've just bought a property in North Lanarkshire to actually book you in because you are going to be restrained. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're all detained as of this minute. Got it. <laughs> oh dear. Forensic psychiatry, what does that look like? Good question, because that went on to a really interesting conversation, didn't it? So yeah, so we're mental, it's official. <laughs> but, but we do like to give out the advice as well. We try not to be informative, um, educational, etc. Uh, but occasionally we do like Yeah, just you just be yourself. You don't have yeah. to pretend to be something else or more knowledgeable than what you are or less knowledgeable than what you are. You're just you. Right. Just be me. Thank just you. be you. Just do you, Kelly. Thanks, team. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back here next week for the next pep talk. Like <laughs> therapy. You it's guys amazing. do therapy. I mean, property therapy. It's like the next thing for you. That'll be the next string to the bow, yeah. Well, property jam couch. It'll be a red couch yes. that people just lie on and just discuss their property woes. Yeah. You don't pour jam into their mouths. <laughs> yeah. We're spoon feeding They're them, decadent. literally. Yeah. <laughs> Just a spoonful of jam. But yes, yes. A spoonful of jam. Yeah. Have we? Yeah. We don't think we've asked the question yet, though, have we? We have. Have yeah. we? Yeah. Have we? We, did, yes. oh. we? Yeah. Talked about giving a shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did. Sorry. Which, by did the way, have? is going in the socials. I love that. <laughs> That's so true. It's like when Jess Leader came on and she's like, my whole life philosophy is just don't be a dick. And you know when you're not ready for oh. someone to say it, and I was like. 
that's a great philosophy. And you're like, you know, just give a shit. Yes, this all just, makes sense. Just give a shit. Just it's not shit. hard. Don't be a dick and give a shit. <laughs> I feel like me and, me and Jess should get together. There's a, bit, there's a JV happening there. It's just, it's bubbling away, ready to, ready to go. I loved that. <laughs> Don't be a dick and give a shit. <laughs> That's basically what everyone's strategy in property should be. That is the human <laughs> side of property, isn't it? Just it don't be a <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. So oh, I'm sit dear. sitting here giggling. But um, we should move on to something a little bit more educational again. Hang on. Um, what? <laughs> and we had an anatomy lesson from, uh, from Roz uh, Mitchell. Oh, sorry. Ros Miller. Oh, stop it, because that's always because I get her name wrong. Don't you start doing it as well. I know, it's fine, I'm joking. So, uh, yes, Ros Miller of episode number... Nine. Oh, hang on, I wasn't oh, ready. I wasn't, wasn't ready. ready, no! Avatar! Damn it! Uh, <laughs> come back to me. Uh, <laughs> I would, but I, I stopped looking. Uh, episode number 43, uh, we had an anatomy lesson. Interestingly, thing for builders, just so that you've got it, one of the most common oper- um, problems that they get is when they fall off their scaffolding, they uh, fracture their calcaneum, which is one of the big operations that I do do. Um, but it can be career-ending for them. So there you go. Wow. Can we just clarify which, what part of the body is that? Yeah. The heel. The heel. The heel. Oh, because when they land on their... F- uh, oh, oh, look. <laughs> for those of you who are listening, um, you'll get a photograph of this. <laughs> Hold it up. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Right, let me take the camera on. One second. Here we go. Oh, that is so great. The cal what? Calcanium. Calcanium. Yeah, so it's the heel bone. It's the bone that sits under your ankle joint. Um, and so when they fall from a height, it's um, if you imagine a um, crunchy bar, so really hard on the outside, but it's got a honeycomb centre. So it's very difficult to break a crunchy bar, but when you break it, it shatters. That's what happens to the calcanium. Wow. Informants. <laughs> Thank you. Can I just say, my favourite thing about this entire episode has been Ros's ability to make like-for-like analogies with the world of medicine and health and property. It's like endless. There are just endless comparisons. You are so good at painting that picture anatomically and, and analogically, it's just brilliant. It's just so good. Bear, bear in mind that that last analogy also included chocolate. So maybe we should go back to the beginning and then do this whole episode again, talking about chocolate analogies. <laughs> so maybe we should call this chocolate jam. Well, you see, it's interesting because I do use chocolate quite a lot because if you think of somebody elderly, when they break their bone, their bone's more like an arrow where the, the bubbles are much more spread apart and softer. So much easier to break. Whereas, you know, young, fit, strapping men, they're much more crunchy. (laughs) On that note. Nala, you were crunchy on Aero. I would like to still, I would like to think I'm still in the the crunchy mode. Oh my God. (laughs) I've forgotten that she said that. That was so funny. Oh, she was so good, wasn't she? What a ledge. She was, and Jan, I really liked how she compared the um, body to the different bits of property. Joe, oh. do you remember how, how she did that, don't you? Yeah, so uh, urology was your electrics, yeah. and carpentry was your bones and your joints. Yeah. Um, your cardiovascular, so your blood plumbing. flow, was the plumbing. Yeah. Um, and, oh, God, was there one other? I can't remember, but it was just brilliant. She was awesome. Good, good maybe maybe the, the, the rendering is your skin. 
oh yeah that was it the rendering was a skin it was the outside wasn't it she was just so oh she was good value there was a bit of real health slant on our um podcast this year hadn't there uh that well um quite uh, strategically placed next to each other that it might seem that way uh, <laughs> well done Matthew okay. good editing solid <laughs> solid work well done uh, we're moving slightly away from uh, from health now on to wealth and spirituality. And one of uh, my favourite guests this year has been uh, Dylan Donetcher. And um, anyone want to say anything more about Dylan before we play? I mean, he really just just yeah. He just did it. He just said it all, didn't he? How your mother's always it? right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, what what episode is this, Niall? So people can go back and listen. Episode forty-five. Episode 45. Let's have a listen to what Dylan had to say. Well, that does exactly what it says on the tin. I love it. It's amazing. (laughs) You've got a fan. (laughs) Sign me up. That's awesome. How did you get started in that? Like, where did that come from? Um, So, to, to cut a very long story short, I kind of ended my corporate career with a stint of volunteering in Rwanda, in 2011 so we're talking like we're nine years ago and in November 2011 I decided I'm going to give up all of my consulting work and volunteer for UNECA United Nations Economic Commission for Africa my background is economics macro micro behavioral economics finance wealth financial services trading all of that kind of cool stuff Um, but I'd just fallen out of love with everything to do with money. And I remember leaving home and saying to my mum, there there are more important things to worry about than money. And like, how weird is it that in the Indian culture, uh, we have a goddess of wealth, like uh, how conceited can you get? And there's more important things to worry about than money. And and I'm off. Um, And my dad said something along the lines of, uh, look, you can't help the poor by being poor. I'll see you in a few months. Um, and we'll take it from there. And I love my parents to pieces. They came here as refugees in the 70s. Uh, so that we've, I've seen the struggle for money. Um, and, and sure enough, I came back after this period of volunteering, having given all my money away, uh, like an idiot, and having to essentially hitchhike back from Rwanda to Kenya, where my international flight was, because I didn't have any money to buy my internal flight. And so at that point in time, I, I was just... It's not a sob story because it was all self-inflicted. All the pain I've ever experienced has been utterly self-inflicted. I've lived a very privileged life, but chosen to fuck it all up myself. So um, <laughs> at, that, at that point in time, I'm, you know, uh, self-inflicted, spiritually, financially, emotionally, physically broken um, and had to, build, had to pick things back up. I had to reconcile like this, this, this idea of am I somebody that makes money and creates wealth? Or am I somebody that um, makes a difference and creates an impact? And I couldn't reconcile either of those right through my 20s, through to my early 30s, um, but knew that the answer was in the reconciliation of making money and making a difference. And I've done loads of stuff since then. So it's only the mission seems very clear and lucid now. Uh, But actually, there's been a lot of um, fogginess, shall we say, over the last few years, deciding on which way to go and, and how best to help people. Um, so that's kind of that wasn't a, a long story short at all was it that was a long ramble monologue but I enjoyed we've it got, yeah we've got a lot of interesting nuggets in there though yeah my favorite is you just completely slating you know um one of the Indian faiths and going god how conceited a goddess of wealth 
my head now of you doing that. Oh man, honestly, <laughs> it, it really happened. It it's really like literally, happened. A, it is the perfect prodigal son story. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a dickhead story, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Worked out well. My dad, my dad is oh. so humble and he's so um, amazing that he never once said, I told you so, I told you this would happen, you knobhead. <laughs> Oh, that's, um, that, does that, is, that answer that the question? Amazing. That answers it perfectly. <laughs> more than answers the question. It I kind of begs a few up. more. Oh, I oh, loved Dylan. him. He was so yeah, he, good. He was so awesome. There was <laughs> some true nuggets there. Um, he just every time, or the whole time he spoke, he just held our attention, didn't he? Mm. He did, to the point where I was uh, yeah, trying to wrap the whole episode up, and it might have been one of our longest episodes. Was uh, it? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Just talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. Oh, but truly valuable information. Um, yeah. and, uh, and he did not fuck up that episode himself. No. 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 Not at all. Oh, talking, talking a fuck up, though. It sets, it sets us up nicely for our next guest, who, quite frankly, was one of my favourite episodes of the entire 2020. She was so funny. I did not expect her to have the stories that she had. Uh, no, not at all. And um, we, 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 that Dylan had this very much ad hoc learning and finding himself uh, whereas Christina went through a slightly different, more formal uh, educational route. And in what episode did, did Christina, um, uh, was she in? Episode 53. Christina Castellina. Christina Castellina. How could you forget that name? What a legend. That girl was a fantastic guest. Uh, talking all about the good life. Seven years ago, I went wow. to a property seminar and got sold loads of property courses. Oh, you're one of them. Ah, uh, one of us. We've did the same. <laughs> did you do it as well? Yeah, yeah. we've all, all been us. there. <laughs> Handed over my life savings and thought, I'm going to be a millionaire because I'm investing in myself. And um, yeah, that's like how I started seven years ago when I was 26. Wow. Nice. <clears throat> Good yeah. age to start. That's a great age to start because you got your head screwed on, haven't you, at 26, but you're also quite young. Like. Yeah. It's quite actually looking back, it's quite nice because I did have my head screwed on in some in a way, but I was also very naive, which is good because I like I was so green that whatever they told me, I just genuinely thought, Oh well it's that easy, that that's it, I'll just go and buy loads of HMOs and everything will be grand. And I didn't have any like yeah, no, I don't know. no, no cynicism, no, Not yeah, no self doubt. It's like, oh, I'll just no go do it. I was just mm. like, Oh well, it must be real because they've said. <laughs> so, what what was it that made you go to the seminars and sign up to the trainings in the first place what what was in as, as a 26 year old yeah so i was a bit obsessed with rich dad poor dad so i, uh -huh. I thought i was going to meet robert kiyosaki have you ever met him disappointed at a free event in leeds i thought it was going to be the crown plaza <laughs> <laughs> Where is he? Where's Robert? Is he here? Is he on, here? A on a Wednesday afternoon? I was like, you know, I'm gonna go and meet Robert. So, on day today. <laughs> so I just walked up there. And I was like horrified that I had this like American man instead. They were shouting at me, making me run to the back and pay a thousand pounds for a three day course. <laughs> that is so funny. I love it. Obviously, worked. 
yeah well that and then and then like again I just everything he said I was like that's a really good idea yeah I I'm gonna I'm gonna buy loads of houses using other people's money why why would I not do that this is and I'm just gonna get loads of money out money and money out deals because there must be loads of them everywhere (laughs) they're showing these like incredible deals so that's just what I'll do (laughs) Time <laughs> <Sign> me up. <laughs> <laughs> so brilliant! Oh my god, that's amazing. That's amazing. Did you ever, did you ever get to meet Robert Kiyosaki? Was he in Leeds that? at any point? No. Surely seven years later. Never came to Leeds. Never came to Liverpool. How oh, disappointing! What an asshole! <laughs> we missed him when he was in Blackpool. Then. Not Rob. I know he didn't bother coming round. Robert, if you're listening, come and meet us. Christina's waiting for seven years to meet you. Come on, till I signed up for. <laughs> oh. oh, I enjoyed that. That's really Love it. good. <laughs> so, have any of you met Robert yet? No, still waiting. Still waiting. Yeah. I wonder did Christina meet her hero or idol? Maybe I we'll just have to do a brilliant. revisit. So brilliant that she thought he was actually going to be there on like a wet Wednesday and bloody <laughs> But but Christina has a a knack of uh, meeting the right people. Um, So let's just have a listen to some of the people she attracted to her business. Yes. So I'm going to scroll. I'm going to start scrolling through the episodes, Christina. um, And you can start stop at any point and then give us your opinion on that particular topic. So I am scrolling. Licensing, licensing, licensing. Oh, we've come to episode number four. Lettings agents. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Yeah, got any juicy gossip on letting agents? Something scandalous. I haven't got any scandalous experiences at all. I, my, all my letting agents have been pretty good. That's like the most boring. Yeah, like, no, all, all fine. I love letting agents because it means I don't have to deal with tenants. Totally. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> letting agents it's like why are they so shit with hmos that's the only thing i would say is like letting agents for me are absolutely great with buy to let um and so i've got i've got one letting agent who has a lot of our stuff and she owns it and she's literally like a workaholic but she tells you all the gossip on everyone but she hates people she hates people. The letting agent. She hates people. She thinks everyone's a scab, basically. She thinks everyone's like just. She just hates the general public, and and she'll like. I basically want to get on and off the phone with her as quickly as possible because if I stay on the phone too long, she'll start telling about basically like how she thinks all my tenants are drug drug addicts. They're not, but she just hates people so much that she just thinks that everyone is like absolutely disgusting they're all gonna lose their jobs they'll pay but they're very dirty and like you know just like (laughs) always something so I just like she's so negative I always like just try and like get off really quickly why is she doing that job it's the wrong job for so many years and she owns the like she owns it so it's her baby bloody hell she's just done it for so and as well she'll go to me she'll go um she's like she did hmos for me but it was a nightmare and then she'll like say i'll go to it nikki is that street still bad and she'll go oh not as bad as it was because i remember i got stabbed there but um, (laughs) yeah 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 she drops little bombshells like that and i'm like when were you stabbed and she's like 
Ooh, let me think. 1997, I got stabbed. And then in Blackpool, um, I got stabbed in the arse, actually, by one who says, I wouldn't touch Blackpool. Oh, no. And she says it with such a straight face. I wouldn't, that's why I left Blackpool, because the stabbings were, they're just disgusting. There. Has, she got, has she got like a big sign on her back saying, please stab me? Who, who gets stabbed her twice ass. in their lifetime? I have these like weird things where I'm like, and I just haven't experienced any of that at all. So I'm just like, okay. And then just, yeah. So she's really interesting. Really. Christina, can I just say, you started this like, nah, I haven't really got anything on letting agents. You just told us you're letting agents, you got stabbed in the arse. <laughs> <laughs> think of that like there's stuff like that that, that happens yeah what's the funniest that i think hands down is my favorite moment of 2020 look like coming I'm out of the blue but i do agree i literally was cracking up just listening to it again she wait out she didn't have a story and she's like oh there was that one letting agent who got stabbed in the arse how can you forget about that <laughs> Oh, do you know, I've watched the video of that clip so many times on Instagram. So viewers, if you've not checked out our Instagram or that particular clip on our grid, go and watch it. You will cry with laughter. I literally could not hold it together. I was just shaking. <laughs> so good. That was really good. Uh, and from one pain in the ass uh, to another... No, uh, I don't oh, yeah. believe it. What? I, Newsflash, guys, I know it's difficult to believe, <laughs> but I it can be a pain in the ass. Um, and I wish, Alex... I wish you had said that earlier. <laughs> you said that before we set up Scott Baker Brothers. Set up the business. Yeah. Been... I had to get that one in. It's lies. It's all lies. <laughs> <laughs> Confession time. <laughs> Although, Matt, you're not innocent either. You come out with some random crap when you want to. Yeah, potentially. Just you know, you know, you can get you can get those vans um, that, that your window cleaner has, which with a massive water tank in the back, and they come and they clean your windows so they don't have to, or clean your car or your dog without having to get. Uh, um... <laughs> <laughs> your windows, your car, or your dog? What type of business? Well, what? <laughs> okay, right, I think there's three trying... separate businesses there. <laughs> <laughs> Three separate businesses where you have a massive van with a tank of water in the back. So they could be washing your dog or your windows or your car. And we just need to go and borrow one of those vans or get one of those vans and take it to the property and just start spraying the houses. What were you talking about? I don't even remember the context. <laughs> I still don't know where that was, was going. It was a really good idea at the time. Uh, that was episode 59 when we were talking about the weather like it was a weird business idea like no one knew what you were talking about uh, that's because i'm a secret genius <laughs> okay <laughs> of course you are <laughs> uh, but to yeah. round us up for today i think we need to finish on probably one of the most interesting stories of the year right so ages ago i went on tinder right and it was in the summer and I was just sort of like a bit bored and it was locked down and what are you going to do? So I went on Tinder and I got chatting to this guy. He was really lovely. And interestingly, it was in landscaping. So kind of like, you know, in a trade and whatever. Uh, really cute, like so gorgeous. And we were just back, back and forth. Really good bants. Probably the best bants I've had with someone in a very long time. Anyway, it fizzled out because, you know, we... Apart from on Property Jam. Apart from on Property Jam. Yeah, apart from Property Jam. So it fizzled out. And, you know, didn't think anything was going to happen. Um, you know, he went on holiday. I got busy. Anyway. Um, and so I know where he lives. He lives down the road from my 
parents, right? And my mum rings me the other day and she's like, I'm really struggling to get a gardener because, you know, yeah, you see this. <laughs> oh my this God, you didn't go down that route, did you? <laughs> you know that guy? He's just turned up. Joe, he's ever so handsome. He looks like a pirate. I'm like, mum! She's like, <laughs> she's, she's like, your father really likes him as well. I was like, okay. So she's my, trying to she's trying to set you up. Listen, my cousin thinks this is so hilarious. She is literally like, just turn up in a wedding dress. Just freak him the fuck out. Just literally just freak him <laughs> out. So I've told him I'm going around with a wedding dress and I'm just, you know, I'm ready to go. I mean, he's doing the garden. It'll be a nice setting, right? True, yeah. Well, your mum might get a discount. I mean, right? This is great. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, honestly. So, that, I think, is probably one of the funniest situations that I've... I, I know I'm the, co I'm the creator of this situation, but I genuinely didn't think this was going to transpire the way it has. But Yeah. So, I think the, the key learning from all of this is don't pass the number of a guy that you virtually met on Tinder onto your mother because he'll end up just trimming your mum's bush and you don't quite know what happened. Yeah, and who said this ep this uh, podcast wasn't going to be educational? I right? mean, right? Definitely informative. Life, life yeah. lessons right there, guys. I mean, seriously. That's some golden golden nuggets right there, people. Take it home and tra transfer that into 2021. <sighs> uh, indeed. But um, I, I think that will wrap us up for today. We've been um, rambling on, um, looking at our highlights for, for long enough, I think. <laughs> I think there's there's plenty of uh, fodder there to go back and have a listen to um, over 2020. Anyone who's got some spare time in lockdown, whichever tier you're in, uh, you can go and have a have a listen to those. And this will see you through, basically. This will just wean away those small hours of 2020 and see you right into 2021. Enjoy the irrelevance, the lack of uh, information and certainly non-educational material that we've delivered you over 2020. <laughs> Which means that's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. So it'll be a goodbye from me too then. Oh, and Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! and jam with us on social media where you can hear more and see more on facebook search property jam podcast or you can follow us on instagram at property jam podcast or you can email us at property jam podcast at outlook.com and if you like the taste of property jam and want to help us spread the word then head over to apple podcast and leave us a five-star review see, see you on, on the next, next episode, episode.